0: these four guests that i invited here today are a perfect representation of what that shifting narrative of san diego looks like and san diego has never been known for its arts and culture and as we all know that there's a a lot of people leave to LA or New York. And it seems to me like now there's a wave of people really investing their heart and soul and their creative energy into making San Diego that place and providing opportunities for other artists and for other creatives to to express themselves. And these four people very much inspire me in in the way they're doing that. I'm gonna let them tell you what they provide for who they are and what they bring to the San Diego scene. We'll start with Carmela.
1: I'm first, okay. Hello, everybody. I'm Carmela Prudencio. I work at a couple cultural institutions in Balboa Park, uh, one being the Museum of Photographic Arts, as well as I was working with Balboa Park Cultural Partnership for the Rise Up for the Arts campaign. So if you guys knew, um, the... The funding to arts and culture was threatened earlier this year, and I was working on that campaign to preserve arts and culture funding. So instead of 33% cuts from the city, uh, we brought it down to to 1%. And there's a lot of money coming in right now from the state and from the city to fund different cultural arts organizations and things like that. So that's kind of me
0: thank you
2: yeah let's give them a wrap a very loud round of applause they're doing great stuff for san diego uh my name is uh andy murillo coronado and i run uh, a music and community events group called the travelers club we specialize in a uh, pop-up music and art shows as well as warehouse shows and we also do community events like a creative workshop series that we're starting this summer uh, for underserved youth and for people who don't have the resources but want to learn creative fields, like photo, uh, video, design, writing, and other classes, about 16 classes that anybody could take. If anybody knows who, anybody, who wants to be a part of it, just let me know afterwards, but yeah.
0: Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Can I, I'm just gonna interrupt really quickly. This is not an easy thing to come up in front of a lot of people and, and express who you are and express yourself and be vulnerable. So, if anyone here says something that you like, definitely yell like that guy in the back and, and like make noise because it's, you know, we, we're artists, we're sensitive, we need support.
1: We're encouraging chanting tonight. So, if you guys have any cool chants, also, I'd love to see a wave going on in the audience. Exactly. So, get creative. Oh, good job, man. Oh, bless your heart.
3: Um. Oh my God, that sounds so weird. All right. <laughs> weird um, Hughes. my, uh, my name is Mauro, and uh, my friends and I we do like these events called the. Uh, well, we have a collective called Weird Hughes. <laughs> weird <laughs> Hughes. Uh, all right. Um, dude, it's so weird to hear myself talking. Okay. Um, yeah. So what we do is that uh we try to like uh bring the community together, like like-minded individuals who are like all into the same things, and it's just. Literally, like, like uh, we struggle a lot, you know, to like put on these shows. Uh, It's like literally months worth of work just for one night. Um, People are there like the night of, but they don't understand how much goes into each and every single show. Um, We lose uh, weight, we lose money over this. Like, we lose a lot of you know, like sleep, sanity. But um, you know, we have a goal and that goal is to create an artistic atmosphere in our city. I I see what San Diego is and I feel as if it could be a lot better comparing it to like other cities, right? But I'm really happy to like, to have like people in this community that like feel the same way as we do. So I, I feel like I should start ranting. I, I didn't even like explain what we do. We throw <laughs> art and music shows. That's pretty much what we do. Um, so, yeah, come to the next one, and you'll see what we can do. Uh, Thank you, guys.
4: Hello, my name is Alejandra Frank. Um, I have a space called Taros Gallery, and it's over in City Heights. Um, Thank you. For three years, we've been doing art shows, and music shows, and movie nights, and whatever we can do in that space. So um, it's been great. Um, I'm from San Diego. I left and I came back because I knew this place has a lot to offer. And there's a lot of great people and a lot of valuable um, time that could be spent to, I don't know, learn from each other. So uh, that's basically what I do is I curate shows at this space. So.
3: Biggest influencer in San Diego, right here at Tedo's Gallery. Biggest influencer.
0: Everyone's still doing
3: good? Okay.
0: So, yeah, you just, Alejandra just touched upon it a little bit. There's, There's, at least it feels to me like there's a wave of people who either left and decided to come back to invest their energy into making San Diego because there is so much potential here and talent people who either left and came back or people who just decided to not leave and invest their their creative energy, their heart and soul to San Diego. It feels like there's a wave right now. I'm wondering if it's just my, how you guys feel about the art scene right now today in San Diego. And we're gonna,
2: whoever wants to take it will. Nah, I mean, you're definitely right. I mean, I remember graduating high school in 2011 and just trying to look around and find where I could find myself here creatively As somebody who wanted to pursue a creative field, I thought I was going to be a music journalist right after high school. And that doesn't happen here, because the only things you can work at is, uh, no disrespect to the reader or city beat or anything, but that's not going to pay the bills. So it's like, all right, I'm going to move to LA and then actually find a career over there. But LA fucking sucks, LA's terrible. So that's when, (laughs) that's when, couple like six six seven eight months later i moved back to san diego and all the things i learned in la like not just creative industries but also the the side things the do it yourself the underground scene when i graduated high school there was a space in east village uh that had yeah east village that had closed down i can't remember the name but that was like the burgeoning scene that was happening at the moment that just fizzled out and when i came back i was like No, it was was a number, like uh, 14-something, 21. Uh, But yeah, when I came back, I wanted to bring that same energy and meet like-minded people who were also doing the same thing in like little spots of San Diego that weren't really highlighted. And that's kind of how everything that I did started up. It was definitely an influence from other cities, but I think that that's something that's necessary. And I think leaving the city is something that's necessary for everybody uh, because it's cool to say you love San Diego. It's cool to be a part of San Diego. But if you never leave here, you'll never know what it, it is that you love about it. You know, it's kind of like a fishbowl. You know, you're like a little goldfish inside of it. You need to see everything else in order to truly appreciate everything here and everybody here. And yeah, that's my two cents.
0: I, I agree. I, I left too, for what it counts. I, I went to New York for a few years and then came back for the same exact reasons you just spoke about. Anyone I'm else?
1: actually not from here. I am Ooh. from Temecula, <laughs> which, yeah, Temecula.
0: San Diego um, County?
1: No, it's not, Riverside <laughs> County.
0: Okay, my um, I so, guess Fallbrook's the border, right? Like, yes. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, so I moved here maybe about 10 years ago and just never left. I chose between Oakland and San Diego and then I just planted myself here. Um, and oh, then, might- hello, can you guys go. hear me? Okay. So um, I ended up staying here, and I think it was just really the sense of community and meeting people like Andy's saying that are like-minded and really feeling a sense of belonging. When, when I lived in Temecula, I didn't. So, yeah.
3: Thank you, Carmela. So, like, uh, I'm just going to, like, pop in out of nowhere and just, like, start ranting every now and then. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Jason,
0: somewhere is back there. He's, I've, I've, he's the uh, official interrupter. Jason!
3: Jason! 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 Jason.
0: That's our uh, I'm not good at interrupting, so Jason Jason has been granted the
3: interruption powers if anyone starts ranting. Um, I really, <laughs> like, one thing I do want to say is that uh, Jason is glue. Like uh he he's like very behind the scenes but guys uh Jason is like one person that does keep a lot of this stuff together. He's uh a provider and like that's where you're supposed oh. to be in the arts community is to provide for your community and Jason is definitely one of those people. If I can have like a round of applause for Jason, hey, that would be really cool. Yeah, Jason. yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. Like right. you deserve it. You fucking deserve it. Um, you should talk to Jason after and talk to him, personally. <laughs> um, so, you know, like, a lot of people are in the arts for different reasons, right? Um, I'm letting you know right now, if you're in the arts to make money, you're not gonna do well, okay? <laughs> like a lot of people do want to take advantage of artists, you know, like, without giving them, like, respectable space, you know? Um. I'll invite this many artists to my show and I'll get this many people. No, dude, like, make sure that you have a space for the art to be, you know, properly displayed. Um, Invest, you know, into art. Like, a lot of us, we don't make money, you know? We always lose money when it comes to these events. Like, um, I, I think that being like in the art community, like, it's more of a passion project than it is a business, but it's it's up to you, but you're not gonna last long. You're trying to make money, dog. It's just throwing it out there. Um, Mauro, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Because I'm done. No, I no, no. You're not done. You're not
0: done. But I'm gonna bring it back to the question. How do you feel about this? Where it seems that there's a wave of positive of people creating great things in San Diego, and really investing in, in creating a great established
3: arts community. So yeah. how do
0: you, from your perspective, how do you see the art scene today?
3: Okay, so like the people right here on this board, like they work very very hard. You know, like, they don't expect anything in return. They understand that there's, like, a higher purpose for what we're doing. Um, I I don't know. I I just feel like... Can you repeat the question? Yeah,
0: just, um, if you put your hand to the pulse of the San Diego art scene, I feel excited, me personally, and inspired by how many people are really giving it their all, and... It didn't seem like that was happening when I was like in high school or something.
3: Yeah, well, I mean like San Diego is not known for its art or music, you know. Like I mean it is if you know, but like people come here to retire, they come here for the weather, they come here for the crap beer, they come here for the military. Like it's like when you go to San Diego, like you don't go there for the art scene, you know. Um th- thankfully, like there are people here that do wanna see something happen. People who are willing to like invest blood, sweat and tears into their community and never expect anything in return and do it because they know it's right guys like this is gonna sound so emo but i don't really i don't really care like we're all gonna die you know like it's like like do something with your life before you're like before you leave you know like we're all gonna like you know like it's like do something like it's not about like like success is not a big house it's not like three cars like success is like to me at least, right, like leaving something behind for the next generation to build off of. I would have been so sick if someone taught me like all the stuff I know today, you know? I had to learn by myself. Like no one ever like showed me the ropes and like, and honesty, like, when before I started, like the way I started was like I, I became a muralist. You know, I started with graffiti and then from there I started like uh, donating all the murals. Like every mural that I painted always came out of my own pocket and like, that's how I got like my my name out there in a sense, right? By providing for the community, and then I don't know, like it's like I would always go to like events and support different people. And when we finally started doing our own thing, like we didn't get the same support that we've invested into other people, you know? I don't know if I don't know why. I, I kept asking myself why it, why it was that people were not as supportive as I was, but we didn't mind. We kept going. And we had our first show in East Lake, it was like really weird like a lot of people came out. It was like to me it was like a success, right? Like eight hundred people came out to our first show, like it was a lot of fun. And then from there, like everyone came back. they were like, Hey dog, like we gotta work. Like we gotta like I got ideas. And I was just like, dude, like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, like, um I helped you out in the past and Okay, I'm done. <laughs>
4: I think a lot with uh, now seeing a lot of movements or enthusiasm in San Diego has to do with the fact that like, places like San Francisco and New York um, are also being threatened uh, culturally. Uh, there's you know the tech boom that's going on and all that that you hear. And um, we're all being threatened as artists. So what do we do? We stand up, and we have to just do what we can with our resources. And we have to maintain uh, positivity and just have hope for the people around us. The thing that's so great about San Diego is that people um, are huge supporters of one another. I've never lived in a place where everyone is constantly supporting each other I, love you. Yeah.
0: I think that's a, a, a beautiful point to make and um, I I actually recently, because like San Diego, yeah, right now, like Mauro said, like people come here for craft beer, but if you think about like 15 years ago, people didn't come here for craft beer. Like, it was not, San Diego wasn't a craft beer town. It kind of just sprung out, and now it's established as like, wow, San Diego is a craft beer capital. And I was talking to the founder of David, of not David, his brother, I'm forgetting his name, but of Border X in Barrio Logan about why he thinks that the beer scene community was able to explode and really like establish its footing. And he was saying, he said something really interesting, which echoes what Alejandra said, which is, in the beginning, people didn't see each other as competition. They were helping. If you had an established brewery, and I'm starting, and I came to you like, hey, what do I do? They would help you. And it was like kind of ha- having each other's back kind of community that really understood the, like, the a rising tide lifts all boats kind of mentality, which I think... I feel that in San Diego, and I think probably a lot of you like Andy's doing a lot of workshops and and I think that San Diego has something special in that regard. That guy right there has a question
3: it reaches cool uh, to follow up on what Alan said, my question is
2: for a for an art scene to become sustainable in the sense of
3: being an art scene that's sorry, globally recognized, and that has a unique voice. It has to have a unique voice, and I'm curious, in your opinions, what makes San Diego different? Or if you had to um, summarize, what is the style of San Diego art? What would it be?
0: Take it, man. Uh,
2: um, well, see, I think that's the thing, though. Like, San Diego is a, a rapidly growing city, Like, if you look at any culture within any neighborhood right now, the same can't be said 20 years ago, Gaslamp Quarter in 1985 was a piece of shit. It was like decayed buildings, homeless people up the ass. People want to complain about homelessness now, and the Gaslamp Quarter, that shit was trash until Horn Plaza got built in 1985. So it's like, the way we can look at certain neighborhoods and kind of characterize it as if it's almost like that's always gonna be forever, like, we're living in the zeitgeist. That shit changes all the time. So that's not to say that any neighborhood we look at now and the whole city in general can change like that within years if people actually put in effort to do it. I think the thing is to think about San Diego in terms of one uh, brand is kind of obsolete because we have so many people here. We have City Heights, which has the, one of the largest populations of uh, East African refugees. And where are the East African murals. It's like they they come from a place where maybe they don't have the opportunity to be able to indulge in art, but now they do. So why don't we focus on that? One thing to say is like, yeah, let's focus on Mexican-American Chicano. I'm a Chicano, but let's, and the thing is like, oh, let's focus on this, focus on this. But like, there is a broad array of people who live in the city that we need to focus on because that should be our code. San Diego should be the city of welcoming or one of the most refugee accepting cities in the whole whole country. We should definitely be uh, embracing of that. That's That's what our culture should be.
1: And I think that um, just totally to agree. follow up with Andy, um, I think that what you're noticing with this boom that's happening, like it feels like there's like a cultural shift happening. And I think that because of the political climate and because of the unity and the collaboration of folks for you know the refugees and the border and just you know just the general political climate is really inspiring people to do it themselves and to work with each other and to empower each other. And I think that sense of empowerment from being part of these protests that are happening downtown are, um, I think that's the glue of the art scene. And I think that it really is political. And I think that because of our relationship to the border, that's what makes us unique. And um, I'm Filipino, but um, I think that's something that other places don't have. Like LA doesn't have that close connection and Um, We truly support each other, and you see that all the time. You look at your Instagram feed, and you see everybody at these protests, or you see everybody at these shows, and it's really, um, like, heartwarming, right? And I think that we all just want to continue that mentality.
0: I I want to say something, not to sound like a broken record, but I really want to emphasize what both of them just said. Like, most people don't realize San Diego has the most resettled refugees in all of America and the most cross-border in the world. Like...
2: Yes, that's, sir. Like that—that that is time. what we
0: have. Like that's the most. You, no other city in the world has that. Like that—that's unbelievable. And I think that's what we have to, like, the, the force of that the, we, is what we have to use to, to to raise the voices that we need to raise and establish, you know, the arts community in, in general. Rachel has a question. Rachel. All
5: right. I have a questions. Last statement, which normally I hate
0: at a Q and A or podcast, but half it Say
5: it. I Talk your shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. We only go to businesses where you work and you work and you work and things are ethical and we know that we can like actually make each other money. Because look how many people are here right now. Like if everybody gave like five bucks
1: here, five bucks there at these events and actually showed up. Or everybody voted.
5: Oh
2: my. Shout out oh Omar. We do got an Oceanside legend over here, John Gibbs. Can you stand up real quick? John, John Gibbs. Uh, John. Amazing artist. Everybody, check him out. Go on.
5: Go on, SoundCloud.
2: Sorry. No, no, go on, go on, go on. My question,
5: though, is like, are you going to go not just throw parties, and are you going to go to city council city <laughs> council? Exactly.
6: But I do to
2: Yeah. I do think though, one thing the question that, was are you just gonna show up besides just at the party? Yes. That's the main question. One thing that is to be said is uh, not to say that you are, but to shaming people isn't gonna make people show up. Um, I think it's our responsibility. We're like essentially we're doers. A lot of people in here are doers. I can fucking pinpoint all of them. It's not about proving a point. It's it, about setting an example. Exactly. It's our it's our responsibility to make this accessible to people. You know, people. Uh, you have to understand a lot of people don't have the time. A lot of people work. A lot of people have jobs. A lot of people have kids. A lot of people have to do a lot of shit. I barely have time. Uh, she barely. We all barely have time. It's about making these things accessible, giving these to people where they can actually feel, uh, like they're, uh, where, where they can actually pinpoint where their vote matters or what action matters. I think that's important. But everything you said is completely correct. I agree with all of it. But I also think it's also important to say how responsible it is for us of, as people to also make that possible because to, Point to like keep us out of this conversation isn't isn't going to do anything for anybody. You know we're we're also directly responsible as anybody in here is. is. I also, I, I say- go on. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. at the federal building. Nobody's gonna go to 11 a.m.'s fucking meetings on a Wednesday. You kidding me?
1: Well, it makes it in, it makes it inaccessible, and I think that the system is creating barriers for us, and we need to overcome them. And I think that being armed with knowledge is really important because then you can take action. Um, I'm actually gonna tell you guys when the next City of San Diego Arts and Culture Commission meetings are. Um, so get your phone we'll out. Post them
0: after two in case yes. you forget.
1: So. Um, j- This Friday, there's a Commission Advocacy and Outreach Committee from 8 to 9.30, which, like Andy was saying, is they create these barriers for us to participate. Um, And then Commission's Public Art Committee is also this Friday from 9.30 to uh, 11.30 a.m. Friday, July 13th, Commission's Policy and Funding Committee is from 8 to 9.30. And... um, the Arts and Culture Commission meeting is Friday, July 27th from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. So we'll post these, and um, I think it's important that we all are armed with this knowledge to know that we can participate, um, because... Nobody shows up
6: at these meetings. Because nobody, nobody yeah. knows about but it, there's, right? There's
2: alternatives, though, and if you can't show up, then there's other ways. There's petitions, there's uh, video efforts. There's, we, we, we have the resources, especially us, to do shit. Don't worry about it. We can post this up wherever you can follow us on whatever. We'll we'll have it available. But yeah, don't worry we'll about have it. We'll have it available. Uh,
0: I think to let me ask a question and then I'll call on you. To to um to touch on all that's been said right now, I think I heard a quote once, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it just because it's kind of pertinent to this. I, I, someone said whether you agree with it or not. I'm just gonna quote the quote. It Says to influence people, you have to know what already influences them. My point is that I think a lot of people don't have the bandwidth because they work from 8 to 5. They just want to go have a beer with their friends after work. Like, they, are, they would go to a party where there's going to be art, but they wouldn't necessarily go, I don't know, like wake up at 6 a.m. to go vote. Fo- you know, just to give an example, I think mo- more people than not would go to, to, a, to a party where there's music and art, right? Right. Um, and I think artists—the reason art is so consumed across music and art—is one of the most consumed things across the globe. Is because people just people want it. People want that. People want to be entertained. People want to consume emotions. And Mar- Mauro always says that artists are providers for his f- for the city, for the community. I'm curious what you s- to touch on that. What artists' roles are in in local in the local
2: community. No, Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I think at the end of the day, regardless of anything, the point of art is uh, to strike something in people. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be happiness, it could be sadness, it could be anger, anything. It's just to strike something. Anything that doesn't strike anybody is dull and sterile. So I think what it is, I mean, you could use it to strike a certain feeling, strike a certain emotion, make people rise up, make people stand against the status quo, which I personally believe is always the nicest in my opinion. Other people might not think such, but I think at the end of the day, it's just to make people feel something. I don't think artists necessarily have the responsibility to make people go to the city hall. That's not what being an artist, I think, is. I think there's a lot of people who should, and a lot of people should use that platform, but I also don't think it's a requirement. There's a lot of people who love doing what they do, as simple as it may be, but that simplicity has beauty in it, and it's as striking as something that does call to action. So I think it works all codependently. I think to level something out as shitty because it's not political is stupid. Because at the end of the day, all of it is political because it's all emotional. It's all human, and it's all guiding your decisions in some exactly. form. Exactly. Thank God that alarm
3: stopped. Yeah. Okay. So like, Go ahead. Um, <laughs> a lot of artists like uh, they have different influences. You know what I'm saying? Like there is like a lot of responsibility for the artists to like define the times that we're living in. But a lot of artists like that I know, they have like their own style with their own influences, and like that's like the one thing that they want to like put out there as an artist. you know. They have a mentality and they have a vision, and they're trying to like manifest that vision into the world to see. Um, we are living in a bubble, and within that bubble, there's like a larger bubble, right? Uh, that larger bubble is what's happening around us. And if artists want to take on that responsibility to like define the times that we're living in and use that platform of theirs to like, you know, like um, bring awareness to what's happening, then hell yeah, dude, please do it. Um, honestly, like, I personally like I, I see a lot of stuff happening right now, like in the times that we're living in, a lot of bad stuff, and I all, back in the day, like, I would always just turn the other cheek. I was too busy with other stuff. I didn't have energy for it. But when you're provided with a huge platform, I think it's your job to like bring awareness to a lot of different things. And it is our job to make our community a better place. Um, making your community a better place means that you're making it stronger and that you're making it more educated. Um, lately, I've been surrounding myself with a lot of people that have been educating me a lot. I've been surrounding myself with Carmela, Alejandro, uh, my friend Julian, and they're all like teaching me stuff that I never once knew. Um, it's, you can't force change. I'm letting you guys know that right now. You cannot force it. Um, I feel as if it's not about proving a point, it's about setting an example. You know, like, uh, you, you have to be really delicate with the process of like wanting change. Um, it Can I disagree with you? Yeah, me too. Yeah, go for it. Let's see. Okay, right. so,
1: <laughs> um, I think that we do need a push for radical change, and I think that no, us we as do. Is, but, uh, um, but it's just
3: like, you have to like, be careful with people. I mean, know, I think. Right? What do you mean? Go on, yeah. Go on. yeah, okay, what Sorry. do you mean? I love this. Okay, so um,
1: what, just what I was thinking <laughs> about, and um, somebody once said that art was bipartisan, and I think that's bullshit. Um, art is political, and um, there's a symbiotic relationship between artists and the city that we live in, and if we're not paying attention to things like... Everybody take a sip of your beer every time someone talks about gentrification, okay? So, gentrification, right? That's, like, a big topic. And um, with, like, the Affordable Housing Act that's looking to repeal... What is it called?
3: You can force change, but you got to make sure that it happens in a proper way.
1: But I think that people don't have the resources because they've been so inaccessible for a long time to feel like that they can't change. And... I think that it takes a lot of um, discipline to go and look for these kind of things, but also artists have that platform already to communicate that to the masses, right? Um, So I was gonna talk about housing real quick. But um, so the the Affordable Housing Act, so vote yes on Prop 10, um, repeals the Costa-Hawkins Act. And so with that, it allows landlords to raise the rent and decide, decide what the market value of these places are. And I think that the artists are truly connected to the housing crisis that's happening in san diego because wherever we move people want to move right like look at the nature of north park for years it's been it's it's gentrified already like if people are saying it's gentrifying right now it's already been gentrified but um we have a responsibility because we're moving into these neighborhoods um think about barrio logan city heights and um we're displacing families we're displacing refugees we're um Sorry. Um, But yes, that's where I'm going with this. But also, rent is not affordable if renters spend more than 30% of their income on housing costs. And in California alone, more than 50% of Californians are spending over 30% of their income on housing. So that's affected by the spaces that are – even just gallery spaces in general. So – the studio door just recently closed down, right? And their rent went from $2,000 to $9,000 because of a lot of the development that's happening in Sandy or in North Park, right? Um, so what do we do to save these places, you know? I don't want there to be a threat to somewhere like Taros Gallery where they're raising the rent and these spaces for artists to express themselves and to show their work can no longer be there anymore. So I feel like those two go hand in hand. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I just feel like those two go hand in hand, and to be civically engaged means to support the arts.
0: I'm curious if Alejandro has anything to say about that. Yeah. Uh, No pressure, if you don't, it's totally cool.
4: There's definitely a lot to say, and I feel like they definitely all touched... Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Um, I feel like Carmela did touch on a lot of important uh, topics. Um, It's it's important for artists to utilize their... um, themselves as a tool to, I don't know, help with these sort of issues that are going on. Because we essentially are kind of everyone, as we see, it's like a part of the problem. There's a lot of things. It's like a domino effect almost of things that continue to happen. Um, So what do we do? We just stand up for um, what is right. And it's it's hard to tell people to be political. It's hard to tell people to show up spaces. You just have to do it feels right and follow your heart and just encourage everybody and keep informing each other Um, as far as tarot it's interesting with City Heights I've seen so much changes happen even in three (laughs) years that is really upsetting Um, and there's I feel like at some points I have no control over it Um,
1: you do have control over it we do have it we we do rally together together but it's it's hard
4: you see places shut down and you see Businesses that have been there for a really long time and they're gone in the blink of an eye, and it's it's uh, it's a scary time. So, what what I what I do personally is that I just continue to do what I do, and I throw shows, and I support artists, and um, I do my best to give a voice to people, and I, you know, I don't know. It's 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 hard, definitely, and. I think that's
0: you know all one can do. I, I think what Mara was saying is true. Like you can't force change. You can just do everything you can. But I definitely to inform want to promote change, change and I want to
4: promote radicalism and I want people to like try harder for sure.
3: Like change is good guys, you know, but if if people aren't ready for that change personally because a lot of people are dealing with a lot of different stuff You know, you gotta be a lot of, like, you gotta be very considerate about, like, uh...
4: I don't know, I feel like people aren't really considerate of us, so it's like, we have to, we have to... I'm tired of it, to be honest. I'm tired of people telling me to be patient, um, and to wait for something to happen. So that's kind of why I got the space and just started doing what I wanted to do, because I was tired of waiting. And, I you don't, things just don't, you know, like... Like change definitely
3: comes and we see sense it. it. Takes a long time. Of course it does. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like when an art sense, you gotta emphasize the living shit out of it. In, a, in an art sense, like, you definitely do have to emphasize it because this is like what I breathe every fucking day, you know? But I'm just talking about, like, in a political sense. Like, it takes a long time for people to, like, actually be genuine about the change they wanna see. You know, like, like I said before, like, it's like I was too busy with other stuff, but I, I, I saw how, like, the change that I can make or like by helping different people out or like just like being more involved in the things around me can really really help people like you know like like back in the day I'm not gonna lie like I would be like I'm just one person like I can't do anything but that's a wrong mentality to have like we all gotta like do something about what's happening right now because we're living it I'm talking in a political sense you know like and the arts too you know like um I would definitely push that shit all fucking day long you know like but here you go
2: yeah, I think we're all talking about the same thing. It's just a term of semantics. Uh, when Maros, when he said that you can't force change, it just means you, change is not going to happen tomorrow. That, yeah, like, it's incremental. Uh, the only danger with semantics is that if you say uh, you can't force change, some people might think you can't force change. So like somebody who might not see the nuances of that sentence, they're actually not gonna get that like, okay, well then there's no point of doing anything. So to say you can't force change is to just accept gentrification. Gentrification is a form of violence. To displace people is a form of violence. To kick them out of their house is terrible. To say that you can't combat that with force uh, is dangerous. And I think that's essentially what we're, we're all talking about. We're all talking about that we should do something. We're, we might not just be saying the same words, but we're all agreeing here.
0: I agree. That, that's why this kind of thing is important because when you're on on Facebook and you write something, you're judged by that one statement without the complexity. Like it's one dimensional. Exactly. And so, thank you all for being a part of this experiment. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I was gonna call. I'll call you after, but she's had a question for a while. Hold on, I'll ask the question again so everyone in the back, if anyone can't hear, I'll, I'll re-ask it before you guys answer it. Okay, so how do you uh, find artists? And how do you build like trust and relationship with them? Yes. How do you promote inclusivity instead of like, like, uh, creating, like a
4: clicky atmosphere? I okay. feel like some people might feel excluded.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so wait. Hold on, so Let me, I'm, gonna, okay. I'm gonna re-ask okay. the question. How She wants to know how you create trust when you, when you pick artists to be in your show or, or something like that? How do you breed and cultivate inclusivity so that people don't feel left out of the clique that is formed? If you, if you have a group and you do a lot of shows over a period of years, like people might feel excluded out of that and you start using your homies, right? Like, so she wants to know how you choose artists, create trust, and cultivate inclusivity.
3: Okay, so like um, my friends and I, we do Weird Hues, right? And a lot of the shows that we do have, like People who are involved within our shows like always display art. You know, like I feel like people know about weird use, but like not a lot of people do. You know, but like, we're very open to to anyone that's like willing to like display art. We just honestly like it's like every time that we do have a show, like we do like send out like a like a like an invite. You know, like oh like submit some work, and like if we like it, then like we'll show it. But a lot of a lot of the uh, <laughs> I feel I feel like you just gotta hit people up. You know, it's just like if you wanna be a part of something or if you wanna meet someone, just literally DM them. And it's just like, Hey, like I'm an artist. I see that you guys are doing this, can we have some coffee? And uh, having a personal connection and like a personal like talk is goes a far way. Very, very, very far. You know, like um I met a lot of cool people, like like in person and also through DMs because of what I do and what they do as well. You know, like um, I, I don't see San Diego being so clicky. I feel as if like some people are like really shy to go up and ask a collective to like be a part of something. You know, like if you were to come up to me and like ask me like, hey, like I I see what you're doing. I like it. I'm doing the same thing. Like, can we have some coffee? I would meet up with you. You know, like I'm not I'm not a, like weird Hughes is not clicky at all. Like we're very open people. You know, like we try to like provide as much space as we possibly can at our shows. Some people get mad, you know, like we don't have a lot of space. Like given the space, like there's times that we can't include everybody. And some people get upset. And I always keep it in the back of my head. You know, I'm always like, okay, like I need to like make it up somehow for the next show or something, you know? But I I feel, I don't think San Diego's clicky. All you gotta do is reach out, you know, because you gotta like, you gotta reach out. I think that's like really important. Like uh we're not living in the internet world, you know, like we are, but like I feel we're all humans and like as long as we take the time to reach out, it can yeah, go a long way. Reach out. <coughs> you can't put it on the person who feels like it's to make it not like, you have
2: to as our community reach out to those people Exactly, yeah. yeah, but like
3: there's times that we don't know those people. Yeah, it's. Like, I mean, like honestly, like we've only been active for two years, you know. Like we're learning a lot. Like it's like no one ever taught us any of this stuff. Like we're all babies. We don't know what we're doing. Like it's like we're. This is as new to us as it is to everybody else. I want to see you guys at the shows. I do. Like, honestly, like, all my friends, like, like, they're all in the shows. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I don't know you, like, I get to know you before, like, you're part of the show. You know, I like to build personal relationships. I think it's just about participation. Yeah. Like, be involved. Go to shows, you know? Like, I mean, like, you can't just go to our shows and expect to, like, be in the next one. Like, we get to see you in the next one and the next show and the next show. Like, not only our shows, but, like, you have to invest money into other people that are doing the same thing. You know, like, it's, like... I don't know who she is you know what i'm saying like this is the first time that i'm like talking to her but like it's like if she reaches out to me i will be more than happy to like talk to her i mean like i mean like there are some people that do expect something but if you do attend shows and if you do support other people then we will support you it's not a circle thing uh, that's a that's a yeah, really like, it's like, honestly, like, that mentality is like... I think
0: it's a two-way street always, always, like, between the art community and the artist. Like, it, it can't be a one-way reach out, you know?
2: No, yeah, and I think that's the important thing. I mean, it shouldn't... It's, it's, it's not a circle jerk, and... I mean, my art events aren't as advanced as Mato's are in terms of, like, the amount of effort that he puts in to show these artists. I also think that what he, he might not be talking about right now, and I know Mato does is reach out to people that he has no idea about because a lot of people that I've met are people strictly from Maudo's events. Uh, The shows that I do, it's, uh, inclusivity is a huge thing and I try to make sure that Uh, everybody I reach out to is somebody who maybe I have never talked to, and I think that's an important thing to build a relationship because that's the most important thing of building a community in San Diego, not just a scene, but a community where there's a lot of people who we can all coexist together, people who have never met other people. That's what I enjoy the most, seeing people who I haven't seen in this. I, I go to this event, That's clicky. I see them at that event. I know if I go to that event, I'll see them there all the time. I go to this event. I know I'll see them there at that event all the time. Try to create spaces where those people can come and coexist together. And the next thing you know, you go to some other event, and all those people are there. And I think that's the most important part about building.
3: Like, honestly, like, like showing up is fifty percent of the battle. You know, like, it's like, how am I supposed to know you exist if you don't show up to all the other like events? I think that it's really important for us as a community to support other people that are doing uh, the same thing. Alejandro you know who like, has a question like in the back? Yeah. No, know. wait, wait. I, I feel like we're not done. Like I want to make no, sure. We're not. I we're not done. He had a comment about. me and Alejandro like the first time we met we argued but and we're know, like best friends now all right art by definition is inclusive everybody
6: in, a, in their own like craftsmanship, they, they want as a photographer for me when i see other
0: photography i'm going to be judgmental of the person like do you really care about your work right you have, we have to have that barrier as ours. i think
3: I think
1: we're missing a step here, though. So to go back to the original question to kind of um, bring in Laurie's viewpoint is when you go to these places, we all have different like lenses that we look at. And if somebody perceives it as clicky, then it's clicky to them. If someone doesn't, then it's not, right? But I think the missing piece is not exposure, but empowerment. And um, to work together and collaborate together as a community empowers each other to feel like they can get that exposure to reach out to Absolutely. people.
2: Yes. We we uh, we'll bring it up later on during the well, thing. Yeah.
0: Oh no! It's uh, I was wait. Did you want me, you, me work, work, you want me to? want me to? Well, it, unless someone, if, if everyone feels like this topic, it feels like it's still a lot, of, lot, lot of like unresolved. Uh, no. Statements
6: well, I mean, like oh, you made. gotta like, We, we are gonna just, cover that.
3: Like like I said, like fifty percent of the battle is like reaching out, and also attending other events to show that you show support for other people that are trying to do the same thing. So yeah, just, you know. I'm curious, what, what is your like,
4: what What's your thought process behind reaching out to
3: artists like, yourself? Like, like how, like, what's your level of discernment? Well, okay, so like, there's like two <laughs> ways that we get people involved within our shows. We'll go to a show and we'll see an artist and if we like their work, then we'll like reach out to them. Like, we'll see what they've done before and we'll work together or people reach out to us. You know, like, it's like... Hey, Mauro. I don't mean to interrupt you. I, I, I haven't heard Alejandra
0: speak, and she's... Oh, I have
4: a mic right here. I'm sorry. I no, I would love to just
0: hear your opinion, because...
4: Um, it's... For, like, seven years, we've been... I've been kind of throwing shows, and it's always kind of been that topic of, like, clicks. Um, it's It's... There's always, like, a scene, or there's always, like, people that feel left out or whatever, so... What I do is, I try to just talk to as many people as possible that come to the show and try to make them feel included. And then I'll learn about them, and eventually I'll realize that they're like incredible artists or whatever. Um, Or we just, it's just about uh, communication. Um, Before Instagram and all of that, it was just about being at a place at the same time. And just kind of making that connection and moving on from there. And then I've made a lot of friends from there, and then they've introduced me to other people, and then it just kind of keeps growing. Um, I don't really have like a, a certain like, agenda of how to find artists, just kind of like Mauro was saying, like you kind of go out there and it's a 50 50. You throw yourself out there, and people throw themselves out to you. Um, or you you just meet somebody down the street. That's happened to me even going to the airport and then talking to someone that looked interesting. Next thing you know, they're a photographer, and I'm like, holy shit, that's cool, let's keep talking (laughs) and whatever. It's just about using your voice and talking to people and um, just trying to feel comfortable with those that are like-minded and opening up to that. Um, That's kind of my experience. I've also, um, I'm really interested in reaching out to people that are outside of San Diego to me, that's like kind of been my thing as far as um, reaching out to people out of the country, because it's really cool to bring them here. Uh, that's kind of like even Aaron Glasson or other people, just like like everyone that's like traveled and been around, and then kind of just like wanting to just show their work here in San Diego to see that like how um, how big the world is and how small it is at the same time. It's really special. I don't know what else.
0: I think just to summarize this point, do you, qu- you have a question? I actually have a statement. Statement. We love statements. Uh, I just think that like, it's awesome
5: that each part, each group is doing... It's awesome that... No, let me stand up. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Thank you. I got that. Um, I think it's awesome that you guys are all doing things for the community, and I don't think it's on the, any of the group's heads to be 100% like accepting every artwork that comes into their space if they're curating because curating is an art form in itself and I think if you don't see your kind of work in a space or the space that's hosting the kind of work that you want it's an opportunity for you to create a space and to get like minded people together to also cr- like boost those things too because it doesn't it's not, it's not their responsibility to do everything for everyone mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. I think that's absolutely a great point and just to cap up this question is like I think if we want,
3: we're all learning, right? We don't, no one knows what they're doing. Like, if they, <laughs> No one knows what they're doing. No one doing, knows what they're we're doing. We're all babies and what we're doing. I'm just emphasizing that. No, point. thank like, you. Like, I don't know what I'm
0: doing. I've been doing this for months, and like, you think I planned this? Like, I have no idea. The point is, if we want to establish, if the art scene grows, if the creative community grows, we all grow. So I think the the point is to, Go oh, with what the momentum saying, reach out to people like be, if we want to be welcoming like you be welcoming you be welcoming of other artists and, and reach out to them and go support and that's the only way we're going to we're going to do it cuz we're all learning yeah, and um, there's people doing great things so just reach out to them have a conversation and that's how we're going to build it um Jason has a question or a statement and that was a, like a uh, yes yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah same thing uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got
3: you does anyone else have questions was in the crowd um, so I worked at a museum in Balboa Park and I was
0: wondering what role these like, sort of larger institutions play in helping let me, let me ask because <laughs> probably people in the back can't hear and we're going to start wrapping up somewhat soon she wants to know what role the bigger institutions, in art, arts institutions in San Diego like the museums in Balboa Park and stuff like that have in this burgeoning, blossoming art scene and I think Carmel going to take it, because she works in that. I
1: So um, I actually work in marketing for the Museum of Photographic Arts, but it really gives me a glimpse into like how the organization works, right? Um, and in San Diego, um, arts and culture funding has been um, a topic of conversation. And it's the reason why I created the co- uh, coalition that I did to spread awareness of the potential cuts to arts and culture funding. However, there is good news, Um, so uh, let's see, real quick. So um, a lot of institutions in the park have outreach programs to the community, whether it's like um, collaborating with different smaller nonprofits in the area. So with MOPA, for instance, like we've collaborated with the AJA project. Alejandro! Alejandro! And and Kat too, who's over here. but also, um, in, our e- in our education department, there is a program called Exposure that goes to Title I schools, brings the camera lending library there, and um, teaches these kids how to um, express their stories and tell their narratives through photography. Um, and because of the funding, um, we're able to nurture that kind of outreach to the community and I think that with different institutions, what museum do you work at? at the museum of Art. Oh, cool. So there there's programs there too that um, goes out to, and I guess this goes to the artist responsibility thing. Is um, with nonprofit institutions, um, there's a sense of responsibility to reach out to our communities and to remove the glass doors that museums often have because of the exclusivity, because of just class and everything like that. Um, we're starting at a young age to remove those barriers and to show people that they can make this happen for themselves like um, I'm Filipino so going into the arts is like I don't know frowned upon I'm not a nurse or anything so uh, for like people of color it's hard for us to um, kind of get out of those traditional senses where you have to create um, income for your families and um, showing kids, like younger generations that they can do that too with expressing themselves through art, photography, music, whatever it is. And um, I think institutions play a big part in showing that.
0: Thank you. Uh, I'm going to transition from that into your question. I'm going to repeat it. She wants she wanted to know about Andy's organization. The Travelers Club is starting to do this, this series called teach each one, teach one. And I think as far as what Carmela said uh, as uh, empowering using your platform and your creative energy to allow others to thrive uh it's is the best thing you can do in my opinion and I, and andy is doing that and let's hear about that
2: uh yeah well we we brought up the talk of the topic of uh, inclusivity and i think uh working within like Arts groups or music groups, it's very easy to get clicky. It's very easy to become that snobbery that we like hate La Jolla for, that we hate downtown for. (laughs) To look at people who aren't like you and say, like, oh, you can't be part of us because you don't do what we do. It's real easy to get into that. And I, I see it a lot. It happens a lot. I think one of the most important things is to see people who don't have the resources one, people who like my only resource be to like slide in your DMs and be like, hey, I have this. Can I show it at your work? It's very easy to be like, oh, well you're not showing me that you you have the effort, that you you can prove it. Sometimes people can't do that shit. So like, at least if you're gonna complain about something, then I think the biggest thing you can do is add a solution to it, because then you're just an asshole. So our solution is to create this creative summer workshop where it's like we have, Four courses: video, uh, photo, video design, writing, and uh, the other one escapes me. I'm sorry. It's the the website. the The website is uh, teachoneworkshops.org. We have 16 classes in total uh four classes for each course we have professional experts who are the teachers we have selection working for music production we are giving people programs on their computers if they don't have computers we'll have computers for them to use we can give them the resource they need to at least find an entry level into that to know it's attainable because a lot of people give up once the moment they know that where maybe their socioeconomic class won't allow them to reach it they quit right there and that's what we need to change and if we want to make san diego a better city for arts and culture we need to start at the bottom up not at the top to the bottom that shit doesn't work like that Like, so uh but yeah
0: so if you want to sign are, you, are you running
2: for office yet or <laughs> no no it's not not yet but uh when uh, if you want to go on teach one uh, we have classes over there, uh, they're all for sale. We have classes starting at $10, all the classes are four hours long. If you know a student who's in high school or college or somebody who's part of a nonprofit organization like the Aja Project, let me know, I'll give them a promo code, we got the whole program for free. Just uh, please uh, let anybody you know who might be interested in that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Andy.
0: Yo, all right, we're going to start wrapping up here. I have one more question. If anyone, Does anyone have any burning questions that they haven't feel they we've answered?
6: Um, so how many people in here are artists, and how many people out here? Like, raise your hand if you create something, you make something, no matter what medium it is. See, this is yeah, your plug right yeah. here. This is your plug. Yeah. So yeah. I guess just <laughs> look next to you. That's, that's You collaborate with each other. I think... I, well, right now, I'm from, San Die- I'm from San Diego, but I live in Oakland. And I think that yeah. the difference between, you know, with, with us trying to build a, our community out here, difference with, between Oakland is that we collaborate. Mm-hmm. You know, you reach out to the person next to you. Oh, you make something? Let's collaborate. Let's do something, you know? Exactly. Reach out to your local, you know, businesses. Ask them, oh, you have a wall? Can I paint on it? You know, people will be open. And that's what I think was different with Oakland right now in the Bay Area, and that's why it's <laughs> booming. because, you know, you can be an introvert, and but, you know, there's people out there around you that are introverts as well. So just get with each other. This is your group right here, you know what I'm saying? So.
0: Thank you for saying that. that was right. I really encourage you to just talk, just say hi to someone you don't know, because this is how we grow. This is how we do it. Does Benji have a question? Shout out to Benji. Shout out, Benji. This, that dude's my favorite filmmaker in San Diego, so say hi to that guy. I grew up with no what I just Yeah, Benji.
1: I really think that right now we're in a really prosperous time for arts and culture in San Diego and in California in general. Um, the California Arts Council just boosted 8.8 million dollars into arts and culture programming and san diego loan 14.5 million dollars to almost like 200 institutions and i think that if you're trying to get this done do it now like this is the time we're really at a cultural shift like we said earlier that these things are becoming more and more accessible and i feel like this is really going to empower the community to do more and to collaborate Mm -hmm. together
0: I think that's a beautiful note to end on. Uh, but hold your clap, hold your claps. <laughs> Before we uh, go, can you, can each of you say what's next? How can we, as a community, support you? Like, whether it's on an Instagram or <coughs> whoa, I'm sorry about mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, how can we find you? How can we support you? Do you have an event coming up? Blah blah. We'll start with Alejandra. Oh.
4: <laughs> well. um... <laughs> For me, um, shit, well, there's a lot you can do to support. That's for sure. Um, I guess I, I do most of everything by myself there. So if you guys just want to be like, hey, uh, let me give you an extra hand. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Any ideas, I'm always open. Um, I love meeting new people. <coughs> I love opening up the space to anybody. Um, I want the space to be yours as much as it is mine, because that's what it's for um we have events coming up um it's hard to kind of track them down right now because we have a lot going on in july which is cool so you can follow us on the instagram which is a silly thing but it is tarot's gallery um but just your support and your love and your advice and uh whatever it is that you have i'm i'm happy with too you being here right now and just listening to us is an incredible thing I've never done anything like this before, and I've been doing (laughs) this for like 10 years, and I just don't like talking in front of people. But this is great, so I'll just keep exercising my voice as much as I can. So thank you.
3: Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Support people that are trying to make a difference in your community. You know, like, I don't want to promote myself personally, you know? But if I, if this is like the final note, you know, like I just want to tell you like support people that are trying to do the same thing as you are. Um, Be very open-minded, you know, like um, if you want to see a change, go out there and do it. Don't wait for the change to come. Like you have to be the person to spark that change. Honestly, like, I, before we started, like, I didn't like the things, the way that things were personally, so I got off my ass and I started getting to work, you know? And, like, and I feel as if, like, honestly, like, I'm the weakest in the room. I'll tell you straight up right now. Like, I'm the weakest here. And if I could do it, I know that each and every single one of you can do it, too. Like, um, get to work. That's it.
2: His Instagram is weird Weirdhughes. Weird Hughes. They do amazing stuff. Please follow them. Um, well, if you want to help, there's actually a lot of things you can help with. Uh, we have a Each One Teach One workshop that we obviously need a lot of volunteers for if anybody wants to volunteer. We are looking for more instructors who can help out uh, assistant instructors. We're looking for people who can handle the operations of the day. We're also looking for people who can uh, help out with day to day operations for uh, the music events that we do have coming up this summer. Our Instagram is the Travelers Club. Um, in terms of that I mean we're also trying to give other opportunities for people who uh, want to try to like their hand at writing we have a website that we try to regularly keep up I handle most of it That's just hard as fuck if you want to write articles on San Diego culture if you want to just keep up an anthology of San Diego that's what we're trying to do trying to keep an archive of what goes on in this city regardless if it's us or the news or culture or whatever uh, we also can just use anybody to support no matter what um, my name is Andy. If you want to follow me, it's Andy Internets. I reply to everybody, and I appreciate any support anybody can give. Yeah. Thank you, Andy.
1: Stay informed. All of the information, all those numbers that I looked in my little notebook is public information, so um, stay informed, share the information with your friends, show up to councils, committee meetings, and really open your eyes to see how much, our work as artists affect our community, and that we have the power to change that. And that's really thank
0: it. you, so much. <laughs> okay. Stay well, Thank motivated. you all for coming here. I'm gonna. If anyone has knows anyone in San Diego doing inspiring or Tijuana um, doing amazing things, please tell us about it. Curacaos on Instagram. C u r a c i o s. Request. Please. That we, I answer all the DMs as well. And just like request people that are doing great things so that we can do this. More often and have community involvement. Yes, you have a question. No, I have another,
5: an announcement.
0: Yeah. Please make an
5: announcement. Uh, uh, I just had an interview with the Escondido Center for the Arts, and they're looking for more artists to do teaching arts up there. Um, so if you guys are interested, then you should look them up.
0: And if you, we'll talk after. I'll post it. Uh, you don't need to go home and watch. Do I don't know? Watch Netflix. This is the place you should be. Like talk to people, talk to artists, have a beer. We have a. <laughs> The same thing I try to do with this, in terms of bridging the two sides of the border. Amari, can you stand up, Amari? Woo! We have a, we have a bi, bi- bi-national hip-hop group, uh, where we try to, w- members from both sides, and Jaime. Jimmy, please uh. stand up. Please? It's, 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 the idea is erasing the lines of the sand, in, in the sand, and, and being a borderless band, and making beautiful hip-hop music in the process. We're releasing a video tonight, and we're going to play it on the screen in, in about 20 minutes. Please stay around. We have button-free buttons, and uh, there's great beer, and just talk to people. You gotta it'll stay. be great. <laughs> Amari you says you gotta mess. stay, and Amari's Amari's <laughs> the queen. The desk, We're gonna play it in 15 minutes at nine o'clock. So stick around, hang out, talk to any f- of the five of us. Talk to we want to build. Talk to artists. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Thank you. This is fucking awesome. Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The show you just heard was part of the voice of San Diego podcast network to hear other great shows like the voice of San Diego podcast. I made it in San Diego, a show all about the people behind the region's businesses, the award-winning culture cast, the kept faith, a San Diego sports show and more, please visit voiceofsandiego.org slash podcasts. If you'd like to sponsor any of the podcasts, please email Aaron at voiceofsandiego.org. That's E-R-I-N at V-O-S-D dot org.